not looking to escalate, as I've said. We are going to be doing the work that matters in uh, continuing to have constructive relations uh, with India through this extremely difficult time. Hard to hear, but that is the Prime Minister. Tuesday, reacting to news that India is expelling 41 Canadian diplomats with uh, Trudeau admitting, yeah, the relations with India are, quote, extremely difficult. Melanie Jolie now saying, well, these kinds of diplomatic conversations are best when they remain, remain private. Well, that would have been a, a good thing to do when you dropped the bombshell in Parliament, and that was they had credible allegation that the Indian government is involved in the assassination of a Canadian Sikh leader. And so there's been a bit of a tone change. We went from that announcement, and then we saw India retaliate. And now they've upped in what many are saying is a sharp escalation, but certainly being noticed. And um, what does it mean for our country? And in the India media today, they're now reporting that it looks like Trudeau is kind of softening his stance after going big on this. I want to bring in Peter McKay, lawyer and, of course, former Federal Minister of Justice, Foreign Affairs and National Defense, uh, to bring us up to speed with what he's seeing in the background. It's good to have you. Thanks, Alex. Good to be with you again. So we came out of this thing with a big punch, and then uh, India started punching back, and then we had the development with 41 Canadian diplomats being uh, basically told, get out in the next week. And so what, what what's going on behind the scenes? Were you expecting an escalation that sharp? Well, I, I knew, as I think most people following this story would, that uh, the Indians are furious about this. When the allegation was made just 10 days ago, um, they had already refuted this in private conversations during the G20 leader to leader. Uh, Narendra Modi said to Prime Minister Trudeau, no, that's simply not true. It's ludicrous fact. And what's your evidence? And, and this is what it comes back to, as you pointed out now, uh, is basic hypocrisy. You can't stand up on a world stage and accuse somebody of murder, and, and very difficult, by the way, to arrest an entire government when you're saying they're guilty of this and you're not willing to put the evidence forward other than to say that they're credible allegations. Well, credible allegations don't even meet the standard of arrest. That is to say that, you know, allegations are based on intelligence in this case, signals or human intelligence of somebody said to somebody else that somebody did something. That doesn't cut it in a legal sense. And to walk it back now and say, well, we need to have diplomatic, quiet diplomacy and discussions uh, is the epitome of hypocrisy, having broadcast this everywhere. So the Indians are furious. There's a, there's a cost to having done this. Um, and we're seeing that now, 41 diplomats being sent home. Uh, there's trade implications. They're a commonwealth, democracy. Uh, partner in, in terms of uh, what we hope to do as far as pivoting away from China. All of that is now in jeopardy. Yeah, the, um, you know, when, when Trudeau says, well, look, we're not looking to escalate attentions, that, that was done on day one. And so where do you go as a negotiator? Like, Trudeau now looks, I guess, weak, obviously, in the eyes of, of India, because he has to have the proof or, he, or, he, or he's going to look, uh, he's going to do incredible damage to this country uh, permanently. Um, but these investigations take a long time. It could take months. It could take years. It could take and, a change. That's, yeah. That's exactly right, Alex. This is an open murder investigation. We, we've now pulled our allies into this. They've shared intelligence, which we've shared with the world. And we do look weak. I, I don't, frankly, know what the plan was or if there was one. That The plot is lost here entirely because we're no closer, in my opinion, to finding those who were personally responsible. That is, 
who pulled the trigger. Uh, and how do we ask India to cooperate, having already called them out and saying they're responsible? Well, who's responsible based on what? And so this has become a, a monumental diplomatic problem for Canada. We're also being looked at through jaded eyes from our our security partners as to what we chose to do with this intelligence. And I, I come back again to the fact that we're no closer to actually having solved this crime. And uh, we as a country collectively will pay a big price. Farmers who sell goods into India, people who have relatives there that want to travel, those students who may want to come to Canada or have exchanges, all of that I, I fear is in real jeopardy. Yeah, I think it's obvious that this is not going to uh, change or warm up or be fixed until we get a change of government, assuming that happens. And so uh, what happens next? How, what's the next move for the Trudeau government, you know, given 41 of our diplomats have been kicked out? Uh, it's not like, can he push back? Like, where, where's the move he can go now? Well, this is right, and, and I think there's a lot of domestic politics that are caught up in this. But if Trudeau has said openly, well, we don't want to escalate, we don't want or intend to retaliate, um, there is this perception of weakness, as you said. Um, India is obviously being courted by a lot of other countries, most notably the United States, when it comes to trade and partnerships and, and the pivot uh, away from China. We are going to be at the back of the queue when it comes to any any future aspirations we might have in that regard. So we're in a, we're in a tough spot, uh, and and this isn't something you know like the controversy of the Nazi in the gallery that the prime minister could put on somebody else. He can't say that it was Melanie Jolie's fault or that it was the the minister of public safety. This was him and his decision alone to stand up and make what appeared to be a, a preemptive announcement about India's responsibility ahead of the Globe and Mail. But again, that doesn't cut it. There, there were other ways that this could have been handled, uh, and uh, including, you know, having worked with India to try to find the perpetrators. Yeah, it's certainly, um, it's uh, taken a bunch of twists and turns and been overshadowed. Just before I let you go, you know, the U.S. has come out and said, uh, yes, it needs to be investigated. A lot of people are looking at that as proof. Okay, look, they've got um, evidence, but uh, we're not getting a ton of overt defense on this thing. So is is the U.S. just trying to kind of appease everybody? Because ultimately, the United States wants a trade deal with India. They need it. They need to diversify from China. Um, what's the play for them in this? Yeah, they're they're not interested in seeing this go further sideways. Obviously, they, you know, they are playing a much bigger game and have much more at stake and don't want to be forced to take sides. However, let's let's not underscore how or underestimate how important it is to send the message to our citizens and everybody else is you can't have uh, foreign countries coming in and, and being involved in assassinations on our, on our sovereign territory. But there's ways to handle it internally, effectively, and within the law. We're a rule of law country. Saying it's a serious allegation, it, as I said before, it does not stand up to scrutiny. And the problem for Trudeau now is he, he can't really disclose what that intelligence might have been that was shared with him by a Five Eyes partner. Stay tuned to the, uh, I guess, ever-changing headlines. Uh, we'll, we'll see where this goes. I appreciate your time on this. Thank you. Of course, Alex. All the best. There you go. That's Peter McKay joining us here today. And so, look, there's a lot of consequences. I don't know what the next move is. Maybe we just sit back now, but then we look weak. Um, you know, but... 
certainly a lot of, we got a lot of international students here coming in from India. They're the number one, maybe just behind China, as far as international exchange students that come in here to learn. Are they going to be enrolling next year? I mean, this is not going away anytime soon, but certainly we're going to start feeling it. 